You know what was on the jukebox in the front. Now Matt the Cat's gonna show you what was on the juke in the bag. Hey there, hep cats and crazy kittens. I'm Matt the Cat, welcoming you to another edition of the Juke in the Back. 1940s and 50s rhythm and blues you can use from the top of your head to the soles on your worn out walking shoes. For the next hour, we'll play nothing but the soul that came before rock and roll. The influential records that inspired Elvis, Buddy Holly, The Beatles, The Who, The Rolling Stones, and countless others. This week, a very special edition of the show, as I feature one of the most underrated rhythm and blues vocal groups of all time. From Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the Five Royales. We'll go from their early days as a gospel group to their big number one smashes of the early 1950s up through their influential records of the mid to late 1950s. That's the Five Royales. Their story is coming up in just a few minutes. But let's kick off this week's show by going down to New Orleans. This is a song recorded in late 1953 at Cosimo Matassa Studios in the Big Easy. It's Slim Saunders, and it came out on the chess label in early 1954. Here's Let's Have Some Fun, Honey, kicking off this week's Juke in the Back.
great Solomon Burke. That was one of Solomon's early recordings released by the Apollo label out of New York City in 1956. It was the flip side of the great tune, A Picture of You. That's You Can Run But You Can't Hide, a gospel-inspired number which actually leads into our feature group this week quite well. The Five Royals began their career in Winston-Salem, North Carolina as the Royal Sons. That gospel group was formed in the early 1940s. In 1943, guitarist Loman Pauling and singer Johnny Tanner joined the group. They would start to become big around Winston-Salem and eventually caught the ear of Bess Berman, who along with her husband Ike, owned Apollo Records in New York. She was impressed with the Royal Sons and asked them to cut an acetate demo. They did, and she felt it was good enough to release it as their first single for Apollo Records. It didn't go anywhere, but it generated enough interest that Apollo Records brought the group to New York City. The group contained a guy who might be the most underrated guitarist and songwriter of the 1950s, Loman Pauling. His nickname was Pete, and man could he play. Along with Johnny Tanner on vocals, Jimmy Moore, Obadiah Carter, Johnny Holmes, and Otto Jeffries, the Royal Sons Quintet was solidified, and they traveled to New York City for their first recording session. Now you'll notice if you counted those names, there are six members of the quintet. 
and they kept all six members when they changed their name to the Five Royales. That story coming up in a moment. Let's kick off this week's Juke in the Back feature on the Five Royales with one of their early gospel numbers for the Apollo label. Here's Let Nothing Separate Me from October of 1952. Let nothing separate me from God's love. Oh, yes. I'll let nothing separate me from his love, from his love. I may have trials, I may have woes, my friend may come, yes, and they may go.
Don't Do It, The Five Royales, this week's feature on The Juke in the Back. That song was cut in December of 52, released in early 53, where it rose to number one on the Harlem Hit Parade, which is what uh, Billboard magazine was calling their race record chart at the time. The name would soon be changed to the R&B chart. Listening closely to that record, lead singer Johnny Tanner is given that all he's got, and you can really hear how that song influenced a young James Brown, who would form the famous Flames in a couple of years and sound very much like the Five Royales, even cutting one of their songs, but we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Anistine Allen cut an answer record to that song, Baby Don't Do It, in 1953 for King Records. She called it, Baby, I'm Doing It so you can see what a big influence this record was at the time. But right there, you've got the song that established the Five Royales. Now, the name was printed five in quotation marks, Royales. That was to let everybody know that the group actually had six members. And before they added the five, they actually went around as the Royals. We'll dig more on that in just a moment. So they began as the Royal Sons Quintet, decided to start recording secular music because the gospel market wasn't doing so well for them, and changed their name to the Royals and then the Five Royals. These early sessions for Apollo were produced by Henry Glover, who was the genius producer and A&R man behind many of King Records' great classics. Eventually, he would take the Five Royals over to King, but not before scoring a couple more mega hits for Apollo. I want to point out that all of these songs were written by guitarist Loman Pauling. Keep in mind that not many groups during the 1950s were self-sufficient and wrote their own material, so this was quite a feat. And these were great tunes, these are not just simple little numbers. Listen to the lyrics, listen to the rhythm, this is really all Loman Pauling. He was an amazing guitar player, but you'd never know it during these early recordings. 
His guitar would shine bright later on in their career. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's hear another number one smash from the Five Royales. This one was released in April of 1953 and topped the charts in May. Here are the Five Royales with Help Me Somebody. I'm broken Generous support for Juke in the Back provided by weekly sustainers Janice Stenhouse, Robert Stallworth, Barry from San Diego, Mr. Lee, David Ayers, Thomas Huber, Joe Metzger, Bernie Rossman, Barry from Riverside, and contributors Charles Liebman, Mark and Marion McAlpine, Ken Farger, Gail Kuntz, Michael Carey. Thank you for your support. More information at jukeintheback.org. You're listening to The Juke in the Back with Matt the Cat. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. 
Five Royales with Crazy, 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 which was a top five rhythm and blues hit from the summer of 1953. It was also the flip side to Help Me Somebody, which you heard just before it. Well, at this point in their career, the five Royales could do no wrong. Loman Pauling was writing some fantastic R&B tunes, and the public was eating it up. That tune, Crazy, 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 would later be covered by the Flamingos. Now, right around this time, the Five Royales were made aware of another group touring the same Chitlin circuit that they were, called the Royals. They didn't look or sound like the Five Royales, but the Royals' management was trying to trick concertgoers into believing they were indeed the Five Royales. Concert posters were popping up all over the circuit, featuring song titles by the Five Royales and even the likeness of the Five Royales. Well, the Royales weren't going to take it, and they filed a lawsuit for $10,000 and a restraining order against them using that name. It was eventually settled for no money, but the Royals were no longer allowed to bill themselves as any other group than the group they were. The Royals soon changed their name to the Midnighters, and you know the rest of that story. Our boys, the five Royals, continued having hits. This next one was another double-sided gem. And it's one of my favorite singles of all time. The hit side, Too Much Lovin', went to number four in July of 53. It remained on the charts and in record buyers' hearts for many, many months. But the flip side was controversial, Laundromat Blues. Loman Pauling is throwing those double entendres around on this side, and I just love the groove that it's got. So let's begin with the controversial Laundromat Blues and move into the top five hit Too Much Lovin'. From Winston-Salem, North Carolina, here's our feature, The Five Royales. Don't rise, folk, just take your time. Give my baby 20 minutes and she'll make you lose your mind. My baby's got the best machine, the best washing machine in town. My baby's got the best machine, the best washing machine in town. She's got the very best equipment, there's no better machine to be found. Rest, bring your dirty clothes, bring all your dirty guns, don't worry about no soap, her machine is full of sun. My baby's got the best machine. Best washing machine in town. Just relax and take it easy while the machine goes round and round. Every day, 
Toronto. Customers always right, just don't overload her machine. Best washing machine in town. If you want to see smooth action, it will cost you 30 cents a pound. So treat my baby gentle, treat my baby kind. The best washing machine in town She can do it over and over And her machine won't break down What a machine! Thank you. 
Another jumping tune from our feature this week, The Five Royales, that's I Do, which came out on Apollo Records in January of 1954 and rose to number six on the R&B lists. Before that, you heard Too Much Lovin' from the summer of 53. That one went to number four. Now, 1954 was a turbulent year for our group because while Apollo Records was still releasing singles on The Five Royales, they had signed to another label, Cincinnati-based King Records. King was a much bigger label than Apollo. Sid Nathan controlled all the aspects of record production for his company. Not only did King have its own recording studio, but they also had record pressing plants, even album jacket making plants. Everything was done in-house at King. But Apollo was not gonna let our guys go quietly. They filed a lawsuit that would stretch out through the summer of 1954. On June 10th, the five Royales were in King Records' Cincinnati recording studio cutting Monkey Hips and Rice, a song that would be released in October of 54 and fail to chart. But it's a great little number, even if it is about some food I don't care to eat. Here are the five Royales with Monkey Hips and Rice on the Juke in the Back. Geneva, call me on the telephone this morning. She told me that she had something good to give me I couldn't hardly wait to get to my Geneva And if I told you what she had for me Boy, would you believe me? It was monkey hips and rice Monkey hips and rice Yeah. 
Now it's time for the Great 78, where we take a thick piece of shellac and harken back to a time when 78 RPM records were king. This week we're featuring the Five Royales, a group with harmonies so tight it's hard to decipher who's singing what part a lot of the time. Actually, here's a funny story. They were once playing with Ray Charles, and Ray Charles' backing vocal group, the Raylettes, never showed up. Their bus just didn't get there. So the five Royales sang the Raylettes parts that night. Let's go back to August of 1955. Here's a single released on King Records. It's Women About to Make Me Go Crazy, and it features Johnny Tanner and his brother Eugene Tanner singing lead vocal. Eugene had joined the group a few years earlier when Otto Jeffries got sick. Here's this week's Great 78, Women About to Make Me Go Crazy, The Five Royales. From me, women about to make me go crazy. Women about to make me go crazy. Women about to make me go crazy. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Now I, just a young boy, don't want to be no square. But I'm going to stop fooling around with so many women. Hey, baby, come here. You're listening to The Juke in the Back with Matt the Cat. Hey. 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 
Topping out at number 9 in May of 1957 for the Five Royales, featuring a fantastic Johnny Tanner lead. James Brown, of course, would score a big top 10 R&B hit in 1960 with Think. And that song really features the smoking guitar of Loman Pauling. Now, I've been telling you this entire show what a fantastic guitarist he is. You heard it on that record, and you're going to hear some great guitar playing on the next couple of records. Before Think, we heard Tears of Joy, which went to number nine in March of 57. These two records, Tears of Joy and Think, were the last charting hits for the Five Royales. This next song never charted, but it was covered by both the Shirelles and the Mamas and Papas. It's dedicated to the one I love, and it features Johnny Tanner's brother, Eugene Tanner, on lead vocal. Gene had joined the group a couple of years ago when Otto Jeffries fell ill and he sang lead on several Five Royales tunes. Now baby, dig on Loman's guitar. Here's dedicated to the one I love, the Five Royales, in the spotlight this week on the Juke in the Back, 1940s and 50s rhythm and blues, the soul that came before rock and roll. This is dedicated to the one I love. Night before you go to bed, my baby. 
Closing down this week's feature on the Five Royales with The Slum or the Slum, an underrated classic from October of 1958. 
Now you've heard some of Loman Pauling's great solos, but that one might in fact be the dirtiest solo he ever recorded, man. That guitar is just smoking. Blows me away every time. The slum or the slum, although it sounds like they're singing the stompity stomp. But still, a great dance record with a little bit of social commentary with the five royales. Well, the group was off King Records by the late 1950s, and in the early 60s, they signed a deal with Willie Mitchell's new label, Home of the Blues Records, out of Memphis. They recorded a new version of their 1953 hit, Help Me Somebody, and it's not so bad, but it didn't make any waves. By 1965, the group officially broke up. Johnny Tanner became a dry cleaner. His brother Gene went into farming tobacco and the rest of the guys spread out. Loman Pauling remained in show business as a session and touring guitarist. On December 26, 1973, one of the greatest guitarists of all time passed away after having a seizure. Loman Pete Pauling was 47 years old. Lead singer Johnny Tanner died on November 8, 2005. He was probably around 78 years old. The Five Royales were not just a vocal group, and they weren't just an R&B group. They were one of the few groups that blended fantastic, smooth harmonies with solid musical backing provided by Loman Pauling and his amazing guitar. Pauling also wrote some of the greatest R&B and early rock and roll songs of all time. Think, dedicated to the one I love, help me somebody, too much lovin', monkey hips and rice, these are all classics in the rock and roll canon. Pauling's guitar playing inspired such legends as Eric Clapton and Steve Cropper. Beginning in the early aughts, the Five Royales were nominated several times for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but always missed on the final voting. Until 2015, when the Five Royales were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the Early Influence category. If you'd like to find out more about the Five Royales, including everything they ever recorded, there's a beautiful five-CD box set called Soul and Swagger, The Complete Five Royales on Rockbeat Records. It includes their early gospel recordings, all the hit records, and all the groups associated with the Five Royales. I'm Matt the Cat, and I hope you've enjoyed this week's feature on The Five Royales. If so, drop me a note and let me know. Matt the Cat at MattTheCat.com. I'd love to hear from you. Well, it's just about time for Rosie and I to get on out of here, but we got time for one more record. Let's close down this week's show with a tune from August of 1954, spinning off the Imperial label. It's by a group called The Kids. The tune is Drunk, Drunk, Drunk. I'm at the cat saying, remember, soul, it's a feeling. So baby, if you got it, give it to somebody who desperately needs it. Pass on the soul. Pass on the rhythm and blues and turn them on to the juke in the back. Goodbye, everybody.
for dropping by. Feel free to let Matt the Cat know if you dug the show. Email him at mattthecat at mattthecat.com. Juke in the Back is recorded at Rosie's Juke Joint, located at the Stepping Stone Inn in Salem, Massachusetts. For more information, please visit jukeintheback.org. I'm Miss Rosie. See you next time on the Juke in the Back.